So, Jeff, what are we talking about on the show today? Tony, we're going to talk about the market. Oh, wow. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show today. We're going to talk about the market and what nonsense is going on out there. But before we do that, I wanted to say hello to Mr. Tony Shore, our remote host today. Tony, yes. how are you? Well, I'm doing great. And uh, yep, I'm in the home studio today and you're in the main studio. Um, but yes, I am the remote host and we are going to talk about the markets. Uh, what else is there to talk about? I mean, there's nothing going on right now in the financial world, Jeff. I mean, not that's at the, all. Nothing I mean, new. interest rates, inflation, <laughs> markets, uh, yeah, here we are recession. So, uh, I'm anxious to dig into it. I've been pretty good. I'm doing great this week. Not so much last week. You and I both happen to have COVID, but we didn't get Twinsies. it from each other. Yeah. That's the we good news. Yes. We did not. I forget. Was this your second, uh, batch of COVID or? No, I have never had First? COVID before this. In yeah. fact, uh, you know, I live in a house with four other people or a family of five. My wife and kids have had it even numerous times. And every time I test negative, but last Monday, uh, about a week and a half ago or so, two weeks ago, I tested and it was positive. And wow, I felt like I'd been hit by a truck. I was dead tired and fatigued for about six and a half days. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I'm great. It's a, it's a strange thing. Well, I'm glad you're on the other side of it. And, and you've had it I'm a couple a, of times. That was my second. Yes. Yep. So I'm. Mostly recovered, still a little fatigued, but yeah, fortunate compared to many others. So sure, um, yeah, but I don't recommend it if you haven't had it. Right, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we're 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 doing good, staying busy. We just moved into our new office a week ago, just down the hall. For those of you that uh, are clients of ours, have been into our office. We moved down the hall to a much bigger area for some room to grow. So we're excited to to be in the new space, still getting things put in the right place and all of that fun stuff, but it's going good and kick kicking off summer here. And the, uh, uh it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, we kind of joked on the cold opening there about the markets blowing up. <laughs> so what, what is going on in the market, Jeff? Yeah. So it's a very interesting year and unfun year thus far, but recently the U S stock market entered into bear market territory. So we're down S and P 500 is now down over 20% from its peak in January. And the NASDAQ, if you look up QQQ, which is an ETF that tracks the NASDAQ, it's down around 30% year to date, depending on what day of the week we're recording here. Sure. Yeah. And it's up and down, but down mostly. Yeah, it's interesting. The Fed announced yesterday it's three quarter of a percent rate increase and the market was positive yesterday and then today it's negative. So 
Um, it is all over the place. But normally when stock markets have corrections, it, the usual approach is investors can move to bonds to provide some relief from those price declines. And that's not been the case this year uh, because of interest rates rising and low starting income, meaning the bonds that people owned prior to this year's rate increases, you're, you weren't getting much on bonds. But bond aggregate performance, if you Google AGG, which is an aggregate U.S. bond ETF, it's down around 12% this year. So wow. a 12% decline in the U.S. bond market coupled with, depending on what market index we're looking at, 20 to 30% declines. You don't typically see that magnitude on both sides at the same time. In fact, I don't think that's happened in around 50 years. And for the bond market, this is a, the worst period in about 40 years. So wow. it is definitely a unique period. Yeah, it's a unique situation, kind of a perfect storm. So what are the reasons for the correction in stocks and bonds? The biggest one has been inflation. It's it's high, it's persistent. The last CPI reading was 8.6% price growth, and that was higher than anticipated. And oil and gas prices, we hear about that every day on the news. Um, two days ago, it was $5.01 uh, national average, and the interest rate increase yesterday, that helped to drop it by a penny, $5 national average. I uh, looked this morning, it was about 475 on a gas station that we drove by. Um, so a little bit lower here, potentially in Minnesota, depending where we're at. But a lot of that's driven by Russia and Ukraine and the Russian access and per, uh, the, what they provide in oil and gas. Uh, they're a large oil supplier for many European and Asian countries. So that's having a big impact on things. So that's a, the big one, inflation. And inflation, it touches every aspect of our economy and all of our asset classes. So I just wanted to say, it, obviously, oil and gas prices are causing a lot of the inflation, not just gas prices at the pump, because it affects so many other goods and services. I mean, things that are made using petroleum, it's shipped using uh, oil and gas. So, I mean, plastics are made from uh, petroleum. There are petroleum products. So, wow. Yeah, it is everywhere. Yeah. Inflation, it touches the aspect of our economy, including actions of monetary policy by the U.S. Federal Reserve. So the, the Federal Reserve has a mandate of trying to control inflation. So what they've done recently is that we've increased interest rates this year. They've transitioned from supporting the economy to reducing price growth. And the tools the Federal Reserve uses to control inflation in this example, raising interest rates, also has a side effect of slowing down the economy. So the worry is that, and there's always a lag between these adjustments that are made, but the worry is that the Fed might be too aggressive in raising interest rates to force slowing prices down, and that will push us into a recession. So what's interesting, if you pl pull out you know, the, uh, the inflation impact and you pull out Russia and Ukraine, Overall, the economy is doing pretty darn good. You look at in employment and a lot of different factors. Uh, there's a lot, lot of good going on, and some of that we'll talk about. But uh, inflation is having a big impact. That's inflation for you. <laughs> <laughs> right? So Indeed. what's the outlook for the remainder of the year? The, the market's going to change. That's the, 
That's the outlook. So. <laughs> that is an easy I'm prediction right. for you. I'm to always make. right with that. <laughs> That's an easy prediction for you to make. Uh, now oh. you sound like Mike Binger. <laughs> It'll change. So uh, that's true. Uh, the market always changes. Uh, we do know that. Uh, history has taught us that. Uh, but wow. I mean, uh, what what is your outlook for the rest of the year? Yeah, and you mentioned Mike Binger there. So Mike Binger is the president of Gradient Investments, which is the portfolio manager that uh, we utilize for managing our clients' assets. We're actually doing a, a webinar uh, next Tuesday, the 23rd. No, no, not the 23rd. Hold that, hold that. Uh, the 21st. So Tuesday, the 21st at 12 o'clock. And that will be a, a go-to webinar if you're interested in getting registered for that, you can email us at info at financialpaladin.com and uh, request the link to get registered for that event. But Mike and I are going to talk about. Oh, Mike's going to be on it with you. Yeah. That's a pretty big get because Binger is, uh, I always see him on CNBC and Fox business news channel, uh, always a talking head on there. They're always asking his opinion. So that's a pretty good get. He's a big fella, you know? (laughs) Yeah, he's he's good at what he does and does a great job of explaining things and very plugged into what's going on in the, the world around us. So we're excited to have him on for that. But we're going to talk about what we're discussing here today, inflation, the impact of inflation, what to expect going forward. What do you do about it, which is part of what we'll talk about in today's podcast. But uh, in the end, we cannot control what that huge engine, the U.S. economy, the world economy is doing. We can only control how we react to that. Right. So going back to your question, the outlook for the remainder of the year, again, in half in jest, the markets are going to change. But we do see opportunities where stocks could rebound in the second half. Uh, depending on some factors that might play in, but elevated volatility is going to be with us in the in, throughout the rest of the year, in my opinion. And the primary catalyst for a rebound that might occur in the stock market would be that inflation starting to peak and slow down a little bit. We have seen a little bit of signs in that uh, with gas prices, the growth starting to slow down, real estate is starting to slow down a little bit. Uh, they're expected to be a lot of real estate, uh, excuse me, mortgage industry layoffs in the next 30 days that uh, we might see. And that's an indication that real estate's starting to cool a little bit. So if we start to see numbers uh, in inflation decelerate in the second half, we believe stock markets can rally from that point forward. And because investors will be anticipating the next inflation report in July, we expect volatility through the remainder of June and into July to be relatively high. But if we get some relief to gas and food prices, uh, which could be caused by a reduction in the U.S. and Ukraine conflict or even supply chain conditions, people uh, employment is still an issue there in a lot of those areas of supply chain that would help to alleviate consumer strain and allow them to continue to people to continue to spend as jobs are are very plentiful right now, which is great. Uh, we're also expecting companies to start reporting earnings for the second quarter here in the next month or so. And that could be a positive thing as well. So we'll be watching to see if companies can continue to beat earnings and equally important, any change in their outlooks for the rest of the year. And despite that, what's happened in the market here year to date, we have not so far seen a material change in earnings estimates from corporations. So that's a positive, that's some silver lining, if you will. And if 
companies are able to continue to pass on price increases to consumers, those con- corporate earnings might still remain healthy, and that could be a secondary catalyst for the market in addition to prices starting to slow down a little bit. So by no means, stocks are not cheap right now, but they are definitely on sale compared to where they were six months ago. Uh, so that's the stock market. The bond side of the equation are in a better position than they were a year ago for new investors into bonds because you're seeing higher rates on new bond issues. Um, but it's still not enough to keep pace with inflation. And again, I mentioned this a little bit ago, if we ended things today for the year, this would be the worst bond market of the last 40 years. So that's a a big statement. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. So what should people be doing about all of this, Jeff? I have no idea. No, (laughs) (laughs) wait, (laughs) <laughs> Boy, that's yeah, just, that's just a scary complain statement. about it here. No. <laughs> just complain about it like everybody else. Uh, uh-huh. You could be like all the talking heads on TV and just get on there and yell, the sky is falling. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it's you're so-and-so's doing. It's so-and-so's fault. It's yeah. so-and-so's fault. Yeah, blame, blame someone <laughs> else. But that's not what you're doing. Yeah, so the biggest thing is to not make irrational moves. And it's very easy. We've talked about this example before, but our lizard brains back when we lived in caves, <laughs> if there was a predator running at us, the reaction is I need to fight or flight. And that's how we're hardwired. If there's some challenge, we want to fight it or flight, run from it. And that's not necessarily the best decision when it comes to your finances. So you can protect some level of assets, but moving all into cash is not generally a recommended alternative. And this is why the average investor's returns, frankly, are terrible if you look at long-term statistics because people do panic and it's understandable why, but they move to cash at the wrong time. They wait till the market comes back up, then they buy in and it's just a backwards roller coaster. So you don't need all of your money tomorrow unless you have a you know very low amount of assets. So don't invest it as if you're using it all tomorrow. So that's a big one. That's number good two. Yeah. Number two, you want to ensure that you have your short term needs covered. So understand where your income is coming from. Your cash levels are uh, secure and, and enough there to cover six months of expenses this is a good rule of thumb. And uh, <clears throat> that's an important consideration. So that short term bucket is the most important. And this is why we have safe assets in our retirement plans, in our investment portfolio, is we can never fully predict times of the market up and down. And that is why being diversified with having what we call green assets and yellow assets. So the green assets are our safer things. Yellow assets can go up and down in value. Uh, those are a couple considerations. Well, yeah, uh, that's that's important as well. Obviously, uh, you need to make sure you have the short term covered, especially if you're in or nearing retirement as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there are also some investment tools that we can use that do have some protection if the markets decline. And in fact, you can actually make money if the markets decline up to a point. Um, but for a trade-off for that protection, you have some limits on your your upside growth. And we can do that both within an investment portfolio and also within annuities, which would be on the green money side of the equation and have complete protection, but some uh, upside growth based on how the market is performing. So that's another consideration. Uh, additional ideas, if you have your cash, that short-term bucket covered, 
and you've you've had some safer things uh, sitting there and safer used to be bonds. Uh, but if you have some of that dry powder that you could look at this as an opportunity and move into the market and lean into this and say, you know what, the S&P is down 20%, NASDAQ's down 30%. I look at a line graph over history and yep, it might go down further from here, but shirts are on sale. Let's buy some shirts while they're, while they're cheaper is another approach to that. But you have to be able to afford further losses and not hit the panic button with that. Right. So that's an additional consideration. So finally, there's no blanket approach for everyone's situation. It depends on your assets, your income, your risk tolerance. Are you retired, not retired? Everyone's situation is unique. And that is where we can help you to navigate all of this. Uh, we have a lot of folks that are moving over to our firm right now because they're unhappy with how they were positioned in this situation and they didn't have a good plan in place. So if you would like to come in for a second opinion on your retirement plan and look at options, uh, we can set, certainly do that. You can give us a call at 651-842-8406 or send us an email at info at financialpaladin.com. And also, if you're a, a listener of the podcast, please take a moment to uh, to give us a rating on the pod, whatever podcast app you you use. We would appreciate that. But give us a call and schedule that second opinion on your retirement plan, and let's see what we can do to help you out. All right, sounds great. And this is a really important topic, obviously timely. And I know that you work hard to make sure your clients have a strategy, a written plan. Uh, that it looks long-term and deals with their own personal situation in unique time horizon so they can sleep well at night. Even when the market goes into bear territory, uh, you are well-positioned based on your timeline. So that's what's important. Now, uh, great show, great topic, but we're out of time for today's show. Let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation to get a plan started. Yes, yeah, so you can give us a call at 651-842-8406. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.